Amiga, welcome to this week's episode of the Fearless Mujer podcast. All right. So here's something that I've been doing. Uh, Last week, I started promoting and giving the spotlight to women-owned businesses because I truly believe that together we're unstoppable. I also believe that if I can point you to other resources, it's holiday season, maybe there's services or products that you're looking for, and you happen to hear it on this podcast, I want you to have a place where you can have access to that. So today I'm going to spotlight uh, this amazing mujer, Melissa Mendez. She is the owner of Embracing Royal Beauty. She's a bilingual life coach who helps women live out the plan God has for their life. She offers one-on-one coaching and group coaching. She's also a business coach who specializes in something very unique. She supports estheticians launch and grow their business. Pretty awesome. So they're kicking off a free sacred 60 challenge to establish holy habits. So 60 day challenge to establish holy habits um, starting January 1st. Um, And then in Spanish, 60 dias sagrados uh, starting January 18th, I believe. Um, But if you want to know all the the details, if you want to know more information, uh, you can go to embracingroyalbeauty.com or you can go to sacred60challenge.com. That's sacred60challenge.com. And you can also find Melissa Mendes on Instagram at embracingroyalbeauty. And any information about Melissa, you can actually go in the show notes. Um, and you'll also find out more about her in the blog. All right, girl. Well, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Um, today, I have an amazing woman on the podcast, Janine Hernandez, founder of the Book Publishing Academy. Hey, we're going to talk about all things keeping it real, right? As with all cafecito chats. But listen, um, enjoy this episode shared with your amigas. God bless you. Amiga, welcome to season six of the Fearless Mujer podcast. Yeah, girl, I've been here for a minute. I'm Micaela, author, speaker, Latina life and podcast coach, and the founder of Fearless Mujer. Girl, for many years, life knocked me down so much that I feared I would never be the woman I was meant to be. But as God's daughter, I know that I'm not meant to live in fear. So when I speak about being fearless, I'm not talking about not being afraid. I'm talking about fearing less on this beautiful life journey that can sometimes feel messy. But the most valuable thing I've learned on my life journey is that sometimes your setback is a stepping stone to something greater. Because sometimes what is meant to destroy you becomes what prepares you to lead and empower those around you. And girl, I'm a living testimony. You can read part of my story in my book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created For More. So Mujer, come join me for real, raw, and honest conversations with authentic women who will lift you up, encourage you, and will keep it real with you because we don't sugarcoat anything over here. Girl, this isn't your ordinary podcast. The Fearless Mujer is a sisterhood, and you have a seat at this table. So amiga, grab your cafecito and come be part of conversations that truly matter. Together, we are unstoppable. Hey, girl, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. So excited that you're here. Today's episode is a little different because we're not having cafecito, we're having wine. And I have a very special guest today, which I'm really, really excited about. She's been here before, but I think that today we're doing a fun episode, but we're going to keep it real like always. Welcome, Janine, to The Fearless Mujer podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. 
Thank you. Thank you for saying yes. I know that you're busy. You wear a lot of different hats, which is something that I talk a lot about on the podcast. We just really do it all. I think as women, as Latinas, we are strong and resilient. But we were talking about this last time. You know, we go through stuff and it's hard to show up and it's hard to keep that momentum and keep going. And so that's kind of where we are going to go with this conversation um, I will say, I don't know how, how deep we're going to go, but if at any point I say something that might trigger you or whatever it is, just pause it and come back. You know, that's never my intention, but I know that I never sugarcoat anything. So sometimes I just have to be really careful what I say. And plus I'm having wine. <laughs> so... I don't sugarcoat either. So just come at me, girl. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so me and Janine were having a conversation Uh, We were recording for her podcast, but off air, we were just talking about how our year was. And it was, you know, she was like, catch me up. And I'm like, well, girl, this and this and this happened. And, you know, I got really vulnerable. It was nice and it was good. Um, But I think it's important when you're able to have certain conversations with people that you normally wouldn't talk about, because here's the thing. Whether you have a big platform or a small platform, right, you're impacting others and people make a perception of you. So it's hard to kind of still show up and yet still go through what you're going through behind the scenes. Does that make sense? It does. It does. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, It's something that I have sh- not struggled with, but somebody brought to my attention recently Like they knew that I was going through a very dark moment in my personal life. But then on social media, I show up a different way. And they're like, you know, that's kind of fake. Um, But I have to say this, that um, for me, at least, when I go through things, I need to go through it alone with God and like process what's happening And understand I'm a very um, philosophical and like there's I'm very emotional, but I'm also very logical and philosophical. And like, you know, I I have to figure out what the lesson is. And there's a lot that I have to do behind the scenes before I could just go on social media and share. Hey, guys, this year has been a shit show. You know what I mean? (laughs) I usually do not share on social media um, some of the obstacles that I've overcome until after I have overcame it and gone through a healing process. Wow. So, yeah, it's like a battle. It's like, do I tell people what's going on and be open and honest and vulnerable? But then um, I'm just like blurting it all out. Like, you know, because a lot of people do that. They'll go on social media and they just put their whole life story. Or do I just wait and take it in with God and heal and learn? And then I'll bring it up later, maybe in a book. I don't know. Girl, see, that's the thing. Okay. I think once you write a book, which you've written, how many, Janine, hold on, wait a minute. Did I didn't even ask you to introduce yourself to tell us a little bit about you, but real quick, you've written way more books than I have. I've written one. How many books have you written? I have seven and I'm working on the eighth. Dang girl. (laughs) (laughs) See, you need people like that who are way ahead of you to like motivate you. So you're the founder of the Book Publishing Academy, right? Which to me, the way I view you is, I mean, I'm getting to know you more on a personal level, which is great because I'm like, man, I really love her. Like, she's awesome. And any 
that I can keep it real with and I don't have to filter and I can be myself and you're not judging me because I love Jesus. I mean, I love people like that. But so you founded the book publishing Academy, which to me, I'm like, man, you're giving people a voice, right? Just tell us really quick, a little bit about that. And then we'll kind of get back. I just, that's okay. what happens when I drink wine. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm the founder of the Book Publishing Academy. I coach writers to write, publish, and launch their book. My mission and vision in life is to help people be vulnerable enough to share their story. And I'm not picky, so whether it's a book or in uh, like a video form, like documentary, whatever, um, obviously, but more so books because that's what I specialize in. And um, yeah, I just help writers through the full process, uh, publishing the book. But I also, what sets us apart is that we teach them marketing sales, the business aspect, how to build the brand and get on the news. And it's like a like one-stop shop for everything. So that is my, that's what I do for a living. I love it. And it, yeah. hey, Janine's the real deal, you guys. Okay. I was in your book publishing academy, but God kind of took me in a different direction. Um, I can attest to your content, your knowledge. If you all need someone to coach you, she's the place to go. So um, back to what we were talking about, I was going to say that the thing about writing, having that gift, it's really the way that you cope. It's really your outlet, because this is what I have found myself doing uh, this year, which I never used to do this. Um, but I think it's a really, it's a really healthy way that I've learned how to kind of process my emotions because this is so crazy because I was having a conversation with someone. They asked me, how long is enough time for you to process what you're going through? And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, you, you're going to process for like weeks. And then I'm like, wait a minute. So then I, I kind of pondered on a question that I gave myself, like, wait, is processing like overthinking? Hold on a second here. And I'm like, I need to research this. Like, this is such a great topic because could I be overthinking while I'm thinking that I'm processing, but I'm actually not processing anymore. So anyway, that's a whole other like episode, right? But all that to say, um, I have found myself writing notes in my iPhone when I'm upset, when I want to say something to someone that I know I'm going to regret later, I just kind of write it in my notes. Like, and then, you know, a couple hours pass or the next day and I'm like, dang, I don't feel that way anymore. So I once heard a, uh, a preacher say that your feelings rise and fall. So one thing that I've kind of been learning is that I'm not saying that our feelings are not valid, right? I think at any point, our feelings are valid, but they're not always true, right? You can feel angry. You can feel upset in one moment. Um, but then you can be okay. So all that to say that I think when you have uh, a gift of writing, when you have a gift of inspiring, you're able to kind of cope differently. And one of the things that you said was someone said that you're being fake because you're showing up on social media a totally different way. Well, this is how I look at it. And I've always said this. I don't use my social media the way other people do. My personal Facebook I think we're friends on there. I share stupid things sometimes, like stupid memes, um, just funny things, right? Because I'm a funny, goofy person. But most of the time, like my Instagram is for the podcast. Everything is according to my brand, right? When you have a brand, 
you also have to be really careful how you're showing up. And one of the things is that people make a perception of you. So it's one thing to be vulnerable and that's fine. I think that's a special thing. But sometimes we have to be careful because I think that we can be entertainment for other people. So I don't necessarily agree with the person who said you were being fake. I think that we have to also protect parts of ourselves as people who do show up publicly on social media. Well, I will say my social media is business. I have a business account and a personal account, but even my personal account is business. Mm -hmm. And I go in a very business way. And um, so I'm going to use the example of Kanye. Kanye is very vulnerable when he was on Twitter. I don't even know if he's still on Twitter, but he's very vulnerable and he just lashes out and puts anything. And then what has happened, like a lot of people have um, ridiculed him, made fun of him, even though like, you know, as an empath, I can um, I have a sweet spot for him because I know that he's going through mental health issues and a lot of what he writes stems from that. Right. So, but that's what I mean about protecting your brand and like not sharing in the moment. Like it's okay to like how you said process and go through it and learn the lessons. And then later you share like, you know, this is what I learned. Yeah, I love what that. I went through, you know, yeah. instead of just like, oh my God, you know, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I am, I have a business that I yeah. have to protect. Yeah. And I, I think you're amazing. Like, honestly, not to get brownie points. <laughs> But I really do. I think that um, I know I've I've read some of I read your posts. I've read some of um, your story. You really did have hard moments, right? I'll just say it that way. And when I think when you come from I don't know much of like your background, so I definitely don't want to speak for you. But for myself, when you grow up in a broken home and dysfunction, you grow up already in a hard way, in a very challenging way. And you actually accomplish certain things in life that you never thought that you'd ever be able to do that. It really does something to you because you're able to then use all of that, right, to help other people. And I think that's such a beautiful, powerful thing that um, you can take your moments of brokenness, your moments of darkness, right? And then use it as fuel and as a tool to empower others. And that's that's really how I look at you. So I think that you deserve to protect parts of yourself. And that's what I'm learning. Um, I think I shared this with you last time we talked that, you know, I would I would post things about, you know, when I was married, I would post things about my my spouse at the time and pictures and you know but I knew behind the scenes that the marriage was toxic that there was a lot of stuff going on and so that's why now I'm like there's certain things that I need to protect because I think that and I guess that's a question right how much is too much to share when you when you are a professional when you are a creative when people are watching you whether your platform's huge or small and I respect that you keep some things to yourself because I think that's also empowering. And I don't I don't look at it as fake, you know? I think it's very I think you need to leave something for yourself. If you give it out yeah. to the whole world, then what's left for you and God? You know what I mean? I love what you said though about you like to be alone and process with God because that's how I am. I like have moments where I'm coaching myself. 
Like, why am I feeling like this? What's going on? And if I'm going through something, I, I actually said this last time, people look at isolation as something negative and it can be right. Especially if you have mental health issues. I believe that if you're in spiritual warfare, it can also be a bad thing. It can be a negative thing, but sometimes isolation is good because when you're able to be alone, you're able to process, you're able to kind of get centered, right? Whatever that is for you then you're really able to discover more of yourself because part of the journey is discovering who you are. And sometimes you don't really know who you are until you're pushed against a wall and you're really going through it, mm-hmm. you know? So in those moments, uh, Janine, what have you really noticed about how it's grown you, maybe given you more wisdom in moments when you're like, dang, this looks impossible? Um, so in those moments where I tend, I, I tend to be alone. Um, I'm, I probably have a very small friend group and I do share with them, but most recently I've even stopped sharing with them because I've gotten closer to God and I realize like, he's the only one I really need to be getting advice from. <laughs> um, but right. Cause sometimes we seek questions and yeah. answers from other people when really like we have the answers inside of us. And so, um, that, that's something that has helped me in those moments. And I, I feel like being alone in those moments when I'm going through hard times and when things just seem so difficult, I find that I am able to process and I'm able to like learn and then also learn about myself. And similar to what you said, I asked myself questions like, where in your body are you feeling the anxiety? Why are you feeling this way? Where is it coming from? Something new that I've started to do is uh, pinpoint like at what age did I first feel this? You know, like whatever it is that I'm going through. Okay, how old were you? Was when was the first time you felt this, right? So yeah. like a lot of that kind of stuff. And if if we're always on autopilot or just go 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 go, um, and we don't really sit down to like have these moments with ourselves, we can suppress a lot of things. So um, wow, that, yeah, that has been that's my- powerful. Yeah. But it's hard. It's so hard. It's hard stuff, though. (laughs) No, but it's powerful. And honestly, like, I think I might have mentioned this to you. But this year was so hard because that's what we're talking about, right? When you're like, catch me up. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't like when people say that because then I'm like, well, do you really want to know what happened? (laughs) But so this year was so like unpredictable. I am not going to go into details. It started off really bad, but it ended, it's ending pretty good, I would say. Um, with, of course, some little bumps here and there. But this year, I had so much anxiety in the beginning of the year that I had to fast for like three months. So if you all are not familiar with fasting, I do it for spiritual reasons because the anxiety and the emotions can kick in so strong for me that I have to fast, you know, in order to stay in prayer and just, you know, talk to God and find strength there, right? Because I can be emotional sometimes. And if I rely on my emotions, that's just, I can't even think clearly. So 
I finally reached like maybe four or five months and really understood that the reason why I was feeling that way was because I was triggered. My childhood trauma was triggered because my childhood was never like a stable childhood. It was very dysfunctional, very chaotic. So anytime change came in my life, it really triggered me. It made me feel unsafe, but I didn't understand that until this year. So now when I'm feeling some type of way, I'm like, what's going on? Oh, it's because it's something's changing. That's all. And I literally tell myself that like something's changing. This is changing. Like I have to talk to myself and it's okay, girl. It's just change. But see, I would not have learned that had I not gone through what I went through this year. And although, I mean, it's a lot, right, that I kind of don't want to put out there because I need, I really need to keep that between me and God. But all that to say that there's moments where you're going to go through stuff and it's going to be hard and it's going to be painful. But sometimes that's exactly what you need in order to grow a area of yourself. Or the way I like to tell my clients is we have weeds in our heart. We have weeds inside of our soul. And sometimes God's like, hey, girl, it's time to take this weed out. And if you've ever gardened, if you've ever done anything like that, you know that, you girl, you got to take them weeds out. You got to pull them out because if you don't, they're, they're still going to be there. Have you ever pulled weeds? There's, it's so therapeutic to physically do and that. And it's hard. <laughs> I, I've done it as a therapy. Like, honestly, like I will go out there and pull weeds for hours and it just, wow. and you, it, yes. So when you do it spiritually too, it's a whole other level. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that sometimes like God knows how we are, right? I know God knows me better than I know myself and I know how I am. Like, I don't like to talk about my feelings. Like, please, let's not talk about my feelings. If we're good, we're good. Everything's fine. We don't need to go there. But there's moments when God's like, hey, we need to, we need to talk about this. Right. And I think that when we don't pay attention to those things, we don't really heal. And healing is hard work. Healing is such hard work. And I would say that, you know, creating something, a passion project, a business, a ministry, a podcast, anything like that, right? Writing a book. I know when I wrote my book, girl, I was really triggered. I don't know about you, but there are certain things that we start that sometimes we need to go through that because that's what makes us a better person. That's what grows us in that area. So all that to say I'm not saying that it's okay when we're going through stuff. What I'm saying is there is so much growth from those dark moments. There is. I always say that it's ugly and then it becomes so beautiful. So for me, like I've already been through this where I've got like right now I'm going through a, a huge situation, but and it's something that I've already gone through before. But I know that the healing from that was so ugly like ugly I mean snot nose crying ugly and then it was beautiful in the end so I'm honestly excited about this healing process because I know that it's going to be hard it's going to be difficult it's going to be snot nose crying <laughs> at times but the outcome is going to be an even more 
like beautiful version of me. Wow. So I always say like the uglier it can get, like bring it because I want, I want to, you know, like heal that. Wow. So. I love that because there's no, it's like how that saying goes, there can't be a uh, sunshine without rain. Is that how it goes? Um, We have to, before something, at least this is how, this is how I'm interpreting it. Before something good can come, you have to go through the bad. Well, I was listening to a uh, the Untethered Soul today. It's an audio book. And he said, before there is light, there is dark. Mm. So before you turn on the light, it's dark. Yeah. So you have to go through the darkness in order to get to the light. Wow. That's a, that's a very good uh, way to put it. And it's a season, right? Like even our life has seasons. In one season, you can you can be growing and, you know, but in another season, everything could just pause for you. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the journey. But at the same time, I think that we may try to hide from it. We may try to um, ignore it. But there's something I believe I agree with you. There's something beautiful. And I always say there's something beautiful in the messy. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a cake, right? Or when you're cooking. I like to cook. Um, I'm a messy cook. I don't know about you, but I'm a messy cook, girl. I'll have stuff everywhere. But it's kind of like if if you're making, I love to eat pozole, right? You got to cook the meat, cook the hominy, cook all that stuff, make the chile. And you're obviously not going to eat everything like while it's raw. You got to boil it and cook it and all that goes with cooking. In the end, what do you get? You get a delicious beautiful both pozole right and so I think we're the same way in order in order for us to be who we were created to be to follow our purpose to fulfill that we're gonna have to go through the heat we're gonna have to go through moments where it looks raw and ugly you know and smelly and whatever right so that we can be that beautiful masterpiece that we were created to be So my question for you, Janine, is in all of the hard, challenging moments, right, in everything that you've been going through this year, what helped you continue to show up? In business and personal life or just in general? I guess, I don't know if you want to like, maybe give an answer for both, because I know, I know personally like if you're a mom like you don't have a choice right like you gotta show up <laughs> there's no like hey can someone take my shift um so yeah H- however you want to answer that girl so personal life I would say my son like literally that's the only the only reason I showed up every single day is because I have a child if I didn't have a child I can't promise you what would have happened this year I'll be honest with you um business wise it's like an on and off switch for me there was a lot of moments this year I'll give you an example I had to speak at an event an hour before the event I was crying bawling my eyes out like I was just done and over it and then I had to wipe my tears drive to the event and go on stage and speak so it's like an on and off switch. And and I think it's great that I could do that, right? I just show up and it's like, hi hey guys, I'm just, you know what I mean? But I also am uh, very cognizant of this too, because 
I don't think that that helps with healing. It's like, uh, it's like, a okay, suppress for right now, because, you know, you have to show up and you have to be this light. You know what I mean? And it's, um, I can't show up to the event and be sad and be like, hi, guy. You know what I mean? Like, I have to be bright and shut, you know what I mean? And so yeah. um, there is definitely some sort of like fight or flight situation that happens in my body when I do that. So I've been, um, I ha I don't have an answer to how I'm supposed to process. No, but I love that. But I'm no. aware of it. I'm like, that's not good. It's it's <laughs> good that I'm able to do it for business purposes, but it's not good for like my body. Like I know my body story. Oh, okay, <laughs> you get what I mean. Well, I don't I don't know if that's good or good or bad because I kind of I can kind of resonate to that because I also don't have an answer. <laughs> hey, girl, whoever's listening, if you were looking for an answer, you're not gonna get that today. <laughs> No, but I was just curious, like how you kind of deal with that, because I get what you're saying. I don't know if it's wrong or right. I think that, and this is what I learned this year also is like, there's the creative professional me that shows up because that's how I cope. It's my outlet. It's my, um, like someone had said, you act like you're okay on TikTok. And I'm like, you don't understand when I'm going through stuff, I start to think in the back of my head, somebody else must be going through this too. And so I feel like, oh, I need to say something about this topic. And I'm not as active on TikTok as I would like to be. I just don't let social media control me, right? But all that to say that for me, and this is a coping mechanism where I detach I just completely detach. This is how I learned to let go of people that were toxic in my life that I'm like, yeah, you're that's your title in my family, but I'm going to detach from you because you're a person, you have some kind of unhealed trauma, you have toxic things that you project on me and I just can't do this. Like for a long time, there was a family member that I didn't talk to because this person triggered me. The anxiety and the depression, they would trigger me. I was going through my own healing journey and I couldn't understand why, but it, it was just a very like toxic situation. So in order for me to be able to love this person from afar, I had to detach. And similar to you, like I've, I've had to show up. Why? Because I took a break for like two weeks from the podcast a few months ago. And I posted something like, oh, catch up on your favorite episodes, you know, whatever they were. And someone commented like, oh, can't wait for you to get back. And then, you know, I would have messages of people listening to like the first season. And it just showed me like, man, there's people like waiting for me. Right. And because I'm doing my thing, I don't see myself the way other people do. I've always prayed that since the beginning of like four years ago when I started podcasting, I always said to God, please don't let me see what other people see. So when people tell me like, oh, you're really good at this, or I mean, I'm, I'm, I've now learned how to celebrate and embrace the fact that yes, I'm very gifted and yes, I'm very, very knowledgeable in things and things do come easy for me, like communicating and writing and things like that. But at the same time, like, I'm just me, if that makes sense. So I get what you're saying about uh, you're able to just kind of show up. and But I also think it's because we wear different hats. Yeah. Like that's your Janine, the professional hat. You know what I'm saying? 
I will say though, like I, that's for a big major event. But if I was like, like, let's say I'm having just a shit show of a day, I I especially this year I have had moments where I just uh, reschedule meetings for the day, and I allow myself to feel what I'm feeling instead of suppressing and going through these meetings and then not addressing how I'm feeling. Wow. Uh, so I've that is something new that I've been doing. Because when I haven't done that in the past and I'm just go, go, go and I attend the meetings and then I just don't even address what happened, um, it comes up later. It will continue to, God will keep testing you, right? Yeah, he will. (laughs) Yeah, so I started to do that this year is I will either reschedule or I'll push something back and then, um, and just make sure that I'm like present for that meeting. I love that. It's it's the vulnerability, I think, that sometimes can be viewed as a negative. But like in the beginning of the year, I was planning a conference, which turned into a gathering um, that I didn't want to have anymore because I was going through a lot. Um, and all I can say is, you know, somebody betrayed me that I really trusted and it changed my whole life. Right. But I believe that, you know, things happen. God knows why, and it's all for a purpose. Um, I believe that God uses the bad for good, and that's just what keeps me going, right? So I just remember I had gathered a group of, you know, close close women and women that I really admire to be part of this conference, and we had a Zoom meeting, and I had been up all night crying, Like I had no makeup on, my eyes were puffy and it was early Saturday morning. I'm like, I cannot cancel this. Like there's a few hours left and I don't know what, how you like go through things physically, but when I'm going through something, it makes me sick. Like my stomach, I'm sick. I have to keep going to the, it's really bad. And that's why like, I'm very um, picky with arguments like if I don't need to argue about something, like you be right. You that yes, that sounds good. Why? Because I feel that I don't need to make a big deal out of everything. If I need to say something, believe me, I'm gonna say something. But some things I don't like because I feel that arguments start from offense. And if everything offends you and you turn everything into an argument, I think that's an unhealed wound that you have to fix personally. So if someone is listening that you're maybe going through that, I would say like really analyze that because everything shouldn't be a fight, right? Like if I, if you tell me something, Janine, that I kind of didn't like, maybe it got under my skin. The mature healed version of me should say, hey girl, remember the thing you said on Monday night? Man, that made me feel some type of way. In fact, I think it triggered me because blah, 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 blah. And then you're able to have a dialogue about that. So I've gotten to a place where I'm able to do that. And this is why I don't pick arguments. I just don't do it because I'm like, hey, you know, that was kind of rude that you said that. And and it's when you've healed to that point, and I'm not saying I'm perfect because, you know, but when you've healed to that point, that's also like exercising your boundaries. That like, hey, that wasn't really cool. So just kind of backtracking, um, I got on the Zoom and I said to these women, like, hey, I am not okay. This is what I'm going through. 
and I told him what I was going through. And I just busted out crying. And I had to be real with them. And I actually designated someone to take over the meeting. I was present. I was still there. I was still, um, you know, giving information, giving feedback. Because, you know, Janine, planning events, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot. And if people believe in your vision enough and the thing God's put on your heart enough, he'll send you the people. Mm -hmm. Like when it is a God thing or it is to benefit others, he'll send you the people, the people that they just want to do it because they believe in that. So all that to say that, number one, if you need healing in certain areas, it's okay. And when you when you start to go through things like that, you start to really look at yourself and understand more of who you are to the point that like, man, I can grow in that area because of this. Um, so, all you know, just going back to the whole argument thing, I know that if I argue, I know that if I get really upset because I used to be super ghetto, like I don't even want to go there, Janine, because it, it messes with me physically. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Um, and that's what I learned this year i learned that i have to love myself enough like to know that some things aren't worth arguing over and that's the beautiful thing that i learned this year and the other thing is like it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to say hey i'm going through this this is happening to me um one of the things is that i always how do i put this I don't have a squeaky clean background, so I was always judged for a lot of bad choices that I made, and um, people always tried to fix me. This is why, like, I was so opposed to, like, God and church and all that back in the day, because people always would tell me, oh, your life is like that because you don't go to church. Well, first of all, I gave my life to Jesus sitting on a couch, so I didn't even go to church, but... um, I don't want people to try to fix me. That's why I'm very careful who I open up to. Yeah, all that to say, I think um, healing is beautiful. And in those moments um, that we go through stuff, there is some healing there, you know? There is. There's a lot of healing that takes place. And you just, honestly, you just have to ride the wave. One thing that my mentor told me this year is like, it's okay to just feel. It's okay to embrace the happy moments. And then the next day, if you're feeling sad, feel that sadness, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of what I've been doing is just embracing it all as it comes day by day, moment by moment. And just I being. Love it. Yeah. And then just doing the best that I can with my business and with my son. Obviously, with my son, I try my best not to show like that I'm sad. But there are moments where I'm like, F it, just let him see you sad. I'm a normal human being. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes their love is all you need. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I think one of the things that I really love about you is that you're very humble. Mm, Thank you. Like, you're very humble. You, you done so many amazing things but you're like chill humble like and I love that I think that it's so beautiful when uh when you can be so accomplished 
use that to help others and then just just be like Janine the girl like that's what I always say like I don't I don't want to hang out with people who are like oh you're the the podcaster because this is how I get introduced at place at places okay this is Mikaela she's a fearless mujer she has a podcast in Fort Worth and like this is how I get introduced and it's great like great but I want to sit with people where I'm just Mikaela the girl that's it I'm just a girl that loves tacos I'm just a girl that likes mochas from the coffee shop that's all I want to be right and I think that um it's okay and that's also what I've learned like I want to sit with those people those people that know that she's going through stuff, but she's so capable of running her business. She's so capable of showing up and speaking at XYZ event. Um, she's going through things, but she's going to get out of it. I think that's the beautiful thing that when you've gone through a lot of things, it makes you so resilient. And this is why you have to embrace the hard, painful moments. So what would you say about that, about being resilient? Uh, well, one thing that you, something that came to my mind, though, um, so I went to a woman's retreat, and I met all these women, and I was having a great time, and I went there for healing, and I had a big chunk of my healing happen there. But I said nothing about my profession and what I do. I was just there, Janine, the girl, the woman. And I think it was the last day, someone asked me, so what is it that you do? Like, because you haven't said nothing. You've been very quiet. And I shared, oh, I'm Janine. I'm the founder of the Book Publishing Academy. And they followed me on social media. And they're like, what? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, they're like, you don't even talk about it. And I'm like, because I'm not here to, because that's not me. Yeah. This is me, right? And so I I think it's so important to stay true to that humble part of you and not allow. A lot of times people come to me and they're like, oh, my God, you were doing this. And I'm like, I forgot I did that. <laughs> like, I, or they'll yeah, be like, <laughs> and I'm like, which book? I don't remember. <laughs> so I think it's so, so important. But getting back to your question about being resilient, I think that, um, I think that it's what I do. I think I do yeah. it best, but I am learning a balance of like, really just being present in the moment and not allowing myself to get so caught up in the go, 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 go of life. Um, because I've done that before. I'll share this with you. In Back in 2018, I um, the love of my life uh, ghosted me. After two years, completely just never spoke to me again. Wow. Uh, I, yeah, so I was going through that. I had a health scare. Um, and I had to have surgery. And then I had three family members pass away within like three months. So it was a lot happening. And during that time, I was launching my book, my children's book. And I was go, 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 go business. And I was suppressing and suppressing and suppressing. And then what happened is, is that I burnt out emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, to the point where I took off six months from my business. Like literally sent an email out to my email list. And I said, we're closed until February of next year. And um, because I was so burnt out, I was showing up for my business. I was showing up for social media. I was showing up for my clients. But I was not healing the breakup. The the I had like guilt um, of like, how could I allow my body to have um, 
I'll just be transparent. I had pre-cancer. So um, I had to get have surgery and all of that. And thank God it did not turn into cancer. But I was feeling guilt of like, you're not healed, right? Because I do believe a lot of our physical ailments have a lot to do with our internal. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, I was so guilty of like, you're not healed enough and you're doing your body a just disservice. So I was like guilting myself over that and then grieving like three people at the same time. And I was not allowing myself to feel because I was so consumed in my business and showing up for everybody else. So I think that's why, and maybe this is a part of being resilient is being um, open and honest with yourself when you need to take a break. And that's why I try to have a balance of like, okay, I I know that I need to show up and I need to speak at this event, but maybe I'm going to cancel two meetings or postpone two to three meetings so that I could sit with myself and really feel this and process what's happening. Because um, I don't even know if you would call it a burnout, but it felt like a burnout, but it was like a a work burnout, but like Mm -hmm. a physical, mental, emotional, complete just shutdown. I would never wish that upon anybody. And I lost six months of like potential clients because I literally was like, we're closed. Wrap it up. Oh, don't talk to me till February of next year. But people don't talk about this in business. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. well, you made me less mad at myself just now. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I was going through so much. And it's so hard to go through you know, I went through a divorce. I wasn't living with my spouse at the time for like three years because, you know, his job required him to travel. Um, I was betrayed. And even though I didn't want to be in the marriage, I tried everything to keep my family together. And I'm I'm getting vulnerable, right? Um, but there came a moment where God was like, you're my daughter. Where's your dignity? And I just had this kind of like, girl, you got to get up. That's where the whole rise, girl, rise gathering uh, title came from. And it's really hard to go through something like that and then show up as a mom and still take the kids to school and do what you got to do. And, you know, over a decade of going through things with a person, right? And it's what it is, right? It is what it is. But your whole world kind of shifts. And it, and it's fine because a lot of times it is for the better, right? Now that I look back, I'm like, why didn't I listen to myself? I think that I had shared this with you, that I listened to everyone else concerning the relationship I was in at the time, nine years ago, but I wasn't true to myself. And so when all this happened, I was so mad at myself, but then I was double mad at myself because I was so devastated and like the changes and everything that just like you, I'm like, I'm not going to take any more clients. I finished with the clients that I had. People were emailing me about like podcast coaching and I'm like, I just can't. I don't know if this happened to you, but I found myself sleeping a lot. And I was like, man, I'm being lazy. But I read an article that said that if you sleep a lot while you're healing, it's because your body's actually healing of trauma. Mm-hmm. It's remaking new cells. It's doing, yes. building, it's working in there. It's good. Yes. 
So I was upset with myself because I wasn't showing up as active, but I was healing. I was healing. And I think that all of that, I needed that. I needed that because now that it's the end of the year, I'm like, come on, 2024. I'm ready for you. Let's do this. You know, we got places to go and and people to see. And so I really admire you and respect you for saying that because not everybody, some people, in fact, and you may have heard this from business coaches will frown upon that. Oh, yeah. How are you going to let your personal life stop you from showing up in your business? And hey, if you're doing things for the benefit of others, and if you're doing it because God put that on your heart, you don't got to worry about that. God's going to bring you all those people back. My two cents. But I I just want to say like, girl, I celebrate you and I applaud you because that is a very hard decision to make, to be like, hey, we're closed till next year. <laughs> we are closed, like shut down. And I, I don't ever want to have to do that again. Me neither. I think, I think that now I'm in a space where like I take care of myself enough to where I don't have to do that. Um, but if push come to shove, like you, you have to fill your cup before you can fill anybody else's. So, um, I think, uh, one thing that, that is coming up for me is ask yourself for forgiveness for being so hard on yourself during Mm. that, because, um, yeah, you have to just, you have to do what's best for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. You can't run a business if you're not whole. No. And I think like, I'm, you know, I'm a life coach. So uh, for me, like, I'm hearing other people's stories, right? I'm really giving them strategies for their life's hurdles. But at the same time, it's like, when you're going through stuff, and you're not taking care of that, your energy's messed up. And you, you, you could like, put your lipstick on and pretend you're okay. But your energy's messed up and you cannot show up like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, I mean, that's just my opinion. Like I can't show up when my energy's off, you know, I can't. It's really hard. Yeah. Like that, I, to me, that's fake that I'm showing up. Like I'm okay. When I preach to my clients, Hey, even if we're working on this, if you're not okay, let's talk about that. Like that's so hypocritical, right? Because I feel like if, if there is something that I need to work on, that I need to talk about, I need that moment, whatever it is. Maybe it's that you're going for a drive. Maybe it's that, you know, you're going for that coffee because that helps you feel better, right? The healthy ways of coping. So as we wrap, I feel that we need to do a part two, Janine, because girl, I could just talk to you all night. Um, it gets good. It gets juicy. <laughs> Like, and I kept hitting my microphone. Like I probably, this is probably why I really shouldn't drink wine on the podcast. <laughs> if you guys heard that thumping, that was me bumping into the microphone. Um, and this was new because I've never really had wine on the podcast. Uh, but tell listeners like what you got going on. I know that you have an event coming in April. So tell us about that. 
Yeah, so April 6th and 7th, I'm having a two-day conference here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I'm super excited. So it's for anyone that has ever wanted to publish a book or authors who have already published and want to learn the ins and outs of running your author business. So we will be chatting about all different subjects such as mindset, the power of your story, sales, marketing, money, like literally all of it. And it's a two-day event. Um, so if you're interested and you want to purchase a ticket, it's www.bookloading.com. I love that. And then there is an option if anyone would like to promote their event and become a sponsor, yes? Yes, we do have sponsorship opportunities as well. If you are interested, just uh, find me on social media, Book Publishing Academy on Instagram. Send us a DM and I can email you our sponsorship packages. I love that. And I'm excited because I'm all about girl publish that book. So I know a lot of us, we have a lot of stories to share. People need to hear them. Always say like you have just something juicy to share. You need to share it. Um, Anything that you feel on your heart to share before we wrap this episode up? Take care of yourself. That's all I can say is if you're listening and you're going through it and you're a business owner and you're a mom and you wear multiple hats, remember that you should take care of yourself first before you take care of the world because we are, we do the world a disservice if we don't show up at our highest capacity. So, Wow, that's deep. That's so good. And you have a podcast also, right? Where can people oh, listen yes. to that? Uh, on Apple, Spotify, you can listen to the Book Publishing Academy podcast. We talk about all things publishing and we interview authors on there as well. I love it. All right, Amiga, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for just being here, having your cafecito wine, whatever it was. And please share this episode with your amigas because like I always say, something powerful happens when we lift each other up. You can find all of Janine's information in the show notes. Um, and thank you so much again. God bless you. Have an amazing week. Amiga, you ever repeated something to yourself over and over? It's like this invisible label that constantly reminded you, maybe that you weren't good enough. Did you know that we carry labels? It's something I wrote about in my book, Dear Fearless Muhad, You Were Created For More. There are labels that we carry that stop us from reaching our full potential. Some of my labels were, you always mess everything up. You're a failure. No one loves you. No one wants to be with you. Everyone else is smarter than you. And these labels cause me to compare myself. You see, these labels can go so deep into the innermost part of who we are. That's why it's crucial to identify these labels so you can begin to remove them one by one. Because here's the truth. Labels that we carry can cause us to hate ourselves. Your labels can cause you to never fully see yourself as the beautiful creation that you are. These labels can destroy who you're meant to be. And I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to help you expose these labels that are actually lies. And I want you to know that you can remove these labels, but you have to be willing to do this. Here's some truth for you. The things that you speak over yourself and believe about yourself are often rooted in your heart and in your mind. And sometimes it's because someone spoke them over you and now you've continued speaking them over yourself because now you've conditioned yourself to do that. 
You've learned to view yourself this way, believing these things about yourself. And when you're carrying these invisible labels, you'll never experience the freedom of discovering who you really are. Now, I took that paragraph from my book, but I want you to know that I'm so passionate about helping women, about helping you remove these negative labels because I know that there's some shame attached to you speaking these things over yourself. But let me tell you, you can free yourself. You can absolutely free yourself from the labels that you've carried that possibly someone placed on you. Amiga, I want to invite you to five weeks of coaching, private coaching with me, because I believe that once you remove these labels and you expose them, you free yourself, you heal yourself, you step into a more healed version of who you were. And yes, it's five weeks, but let me tell you, it's five weeks of deep inner work, of making space for yourself and of being intentional with yourself as who you are, of self-care, of self-love, of discovering who you are. So amiga, I want to invite you to those five weeks to sit with me once a week for 60 minutes as we dive into understanding where these labels came from so that you can step into a new version, a more confident mujer because you deserve to walk in freedom and walk in healing and confidence. So I invite you to send me a DM if you're ready to be intentional with who you are. If you're ready to level up and level up your confidence, send me a message. Okay, this comes with a scholarship. And let me tell you, you will not regret it. You can follow me on Instagram on the backup account at Fearless Mujer. You can DM me there. You can also DM me on the main account at the Fearless Mujer podcast. And you can also reach out to me at fearlessmujer.com forward slash contact. Let me tell you, these will be the best five weeks of your life. You'll sit with me and you'll have focused attention so we can dive into this. I love you, Mujer. Don't miss out on these five weeks that will change your life. God bless you.